Hey folks, Matt from MedicsMind.com here. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and reading what you have over on my blog, please consider giving me a like and a share. It would greatly help me get the word out and grow my listenership. As always, muchly appreciated. Be well, be safe, and above all else, keep talking to each other. and welcome to a medic's mind the podcast thank you very much for coming out sincerely appreciate it i i don't know why i did that it makes no sense uh please ignore let's just uh let's you know let's just gloss over that and move on okay uh hope you're surviving the heat it is hot again i don't know why the weather here in ontario needs to be this hot it makes no sense to me but you know here we are uh anyway welcome to episode 135 I uh, never thought uh, in a million years I'd make it there. I'm averaging over 100 listeners per episode now, so thank you very much for that. And I want to give a shout out. Uh, I got a message on my Inst- or on my Facebook uh, a Medics Mind page, uh, so let me just go to that really quick so I can get the name correctly and give a shout out to this individual uh, as, uh, as he left a very nice uh, message for me. Uh, I believe it's standby... Okay, uh, Logan Kemmerer. Yeah, I, I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Correctly, As you can see, talking is not really my forte. <laughs> uh, no, Logan, uh, thank you very much for reaching out to me, man. Uh, he's a firefighter, first responder out in, uh, I believe it's Ohio. Uh, sent me a beautiful message this morning, um, basically just, you know, talking about how he likes the, the podcast, really appreciates it, listens to it. So that's really cool. I really appreciate it. Logan, thanks very much, man. So uh, also, I send a hearty thank you uh, to you uh, for doing what you do and, uh, you know, and holding that uh, holding that thin reflective line uh, of first response and helping those in need. So thank you, brother. Sincerely appreciate it. Be safe out there. Um, and thanks for the support with the podcast. Sincerely appreciate it. Uh, this episode is a blog read, and it's not so much medicinal based. What I mean is, it's not really about my paramedic days or my uh, army medic days. This is a story, of, kind of about my youth, in in the fact that uh, it's about my first fight. Now, I had to take some liberties with the dialogue in this story, and that is because when I wrote down the original. Uh, the dialogue of fuck you, no fuck you, no fuck you, no fuck you, don't push me, fuck you, push me again, fuck you, hit me, no you hit me. It didn't read so well. So I took some liberties and I inserted what I wanted to say on that day. But the rest of the story is true. The rest of the story is as it went down. And uh, it also is a story that involves my uh, my buddy Drew. Uh, you may have uh, heard of him in other podcasts if you've if you've listened uh, to to other podcasts uh, before this one. So this is the story about my first fight, 
Um, and, uh, it, you know, I never thought in a million years that I would look back on a fight and have a smile on my face, but, um, you know, I do. And, and that's, you know, that's that. So, uh, I'm going to read it for you. Um, I had fun, I had fun reading and, and recording this one just because, uh, it is kind of a fun piece, a little bit lighter than most of the other ones that I do. Uh, and it kind of, it takes place back in my hometown of Salmon Arm and, uh, that's a great place. Uh, to have grown up, it's a great place to to think about, um, you know, with uh, fond memories, and this is one of them. So this is called The Rumble, and it's coming up next. The standoff was intense, unforgiving, and prolonged. If there was an ambient soundtrack to this scene, it would have certainly been from an old western. To my right, Drew, my best and most loyal friend, and directly in front of us, a quarrelsome duo, Toby and Brad. I stared through squinted gaze and heavy brow towards the pair of ruffians that stood like statues, all four of us barely moving, yet one provoked twitch away from action. You gonna run now, Maddie? Brad's big dumb voice hurled through the air. Nah, I ain't running, man. I was just on my way to your mom's house. Service call. You know. I'm gonna bash your fucking face in, Brad snarled angrily. I guess he didn't like the mom joke. Sometime this year, or... It's not that I wanted to have my face punched in. And trust me, Brad could likely do it. It's just that when it comes to being challenged by a threatening foe, my mouth does not know when to shut up, so quick whips tend to just fall from my lips. We were all standing on either side of the mailbox that sat just at the end of my block. Drew and I had been on our way to go for a walk about town when Brad and Toby spotted us as they were meandering on through. The two aforementioned goons were the school bullies. By the age of 16, I was well versed in the school of thuggetry that both Brad and Toby held masters in. From grade 6 until now... Brad and his lackey, Toby, had each taken turns tormenting my waking hours while at school. I had my drink tray tipped over, paper spitballs stapled to the back of my neck, dodgeballs thrown like cannon rounds towards my head in gym class, and even small rocks tossed in my direction during my treks home after class. Drew didn't catch it quite as bad, but he had his share of run-ins with the pair. Now, here we stood, 16 years old, in the middle of a hot July day, face to face with one another at the end of my street. I held hope that I would not see either of their stupid faces until the start of school in the fall, but that turned out to not be the case. Something was different on this day, though. I was not at all intimidated. Truth be told, I'm not sure that I ever really was. My lack of pushback was born from a deeply held belief that I was unworthy of doing so. I had little to no confidence growing up. What I did have was Drew. He stood right next to me, ready and willing to punch this thing out. In retrospect, it was likely Drew's willingness to stick by me that ignited any amber of self-worth within me on that day. As such, I too was ready to punch this thing out. Enough talking. You know you're a pussy. Why don't you just kiss my shoes and be done with it? Toby squawked loudly while looking right at me. Well, Toby, I would... 
but it looks like your mom shops at Baby Gap. What are those? Toddler size? <laughs> Sorry about your dick, pal. I rebuked with a growing grin revealing itself along my face. At that age, it was believed that shoe size was directly linked to the measurement of one's... Well, you know. A wave of amusement crushed the bravado that had once emanated from Toby's awkward face. It was quickly replaced by scorned anger after he and Brad looked at one another and then down at his shoes. When his eyes ascended from feet to eye level, he locked gaze with me and lurched forward. By this time, I had already placed a rigid amount of tension in my right arm and hand. I was ready to lob a bald fist of fury in the direction of Toby. I felt my skinny, undeveloped adolescent arm propel through the air. It likely resembled that of an overcooked spaghetti noodle that had been draped over an oscillating desk fan. Nonetheless, I hurled it all the same. I felt the wind brush along my skin as I threw the first punch of the ensuing rumble. Drew and Brad had also locked horns and engaged in the glorious field of battle. I watched as my fist came into view and collided with the left cheek and jaw of Toby. His eyes clenched tightly. I heard the sound of flesh, bone, and meat come together in violent embrace. I tossed a quick glance towards Drew to see if he was in need of my squiggly-armed assistance. He was doing just fine. He, too, had knocked Brad back with a wallop of his own. To my surprise, well, likely everyone's surprise, the scuffle ended almost immediately after only two punches had been thrown. Toby stood back and looked at me with quizzical eyes, as well as developing Bruce. Nicely done, done noodle, noodle arms. arms. Brad was also a few steps back from Drew, next to Toby, and he too stood saturated beneath a heft of befuddlement. The standoff resumed. You're lucky we don't beat your ass, Toby said through his teeth. Beat my ass? Beat me? Bro, I just smacked you out worse than a pecker on prom night. Besides, I'm standing right here, cowboy. Make your move. I really hoped that he wouldn't make a move. Nah, we'll see you boys in school. After their thinly veiled utterance, both Toby and Brand turned and walked away. Just like that, my first official fight had ended. I gotta tell you, it was more confusing than it was invigorating. Drew and I remained at the mailbox for a moment or two longer, likely processing what it was that just went down. I knew one thing. I was grateful to have him on my wing. Drew and I did go for a walk. We didn't say much to one another as we stayed steeped in contemplation. Eventually, though, after having procured Pepsi and some all-dressed chips, we traipsed along towards the wharf. We sat atop of the tottery old benches that overlooked the water, and one chip after the other continued to process the mayhem of moments ago. Drew? Yeah? Do we... Just get into a fight? Uh, I think so. Yeah. And did... Did we win? Yep. Pretty sure we did. Holy fuck. Drew! Drew turns his head and looks towards me. We just got into a fight. Our first fight, dude. And we fucking won, too. We got into a fucking rumble. My hand was stinging, but my smile was soaring as I spoke. Drew and I held each of our hands out alongside one another's and examined the redness and bruising that told the tale of battle. For a kid with no confidence, in that moment, on that hot July day, I was ten feet tall and bulletproof. The scrap was the story of the summer. 
Each time it was recited to our core group of friends, the details became ever more fantastical and violent. I look back on it now, and it feels like the greasers versus the preps. Whoever would have imagined that I would look back and reminisce on a fight so fondly? Twenty years later, Drew came to Toronto, where I now live. He came for a visit, and on a warm July day, at the corner of College and University Avenue, we found ourselves once again, shoulder to shoulder, in a prolonged, unforgiving, and intense standoff. But that's a story for another day.